This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Today on Watching Your Wealth, what to do if you're going to retire in three years, plus a tax scam to avoid. This is Watching Your Wealth from the Wall Street Journal. Advice for making, keeping, and protecting your money. Now, from our studios in New York, here's Veronica Dagger. Coming up, a tax scam to avoid. But first, we'll look at steps you should take if you're going to retire in three years. This is Veronica Dagger, and you're listening to Watching Your Wealth, while you learn all you need to know about building your wealth and protecting your money. Ann Turgesson is a reporter for Wealth Advisor at WSJ.com, and she's here to give us some steps we should take if we're three years away from retirement. Welcome back, Ann. Oh, thanks for having me. Oh, my pleasure. So let's talk about lifestyle. What should you be considering if you're three years out? Okay, so it's really important. Most people, when they think about planning for retirement, they think about just the money. You know, do I have enough money to retire? But, you know, the question of do you have enough money is sort of impossible to answer unless you know what you want to do um, with your time. So the lifestyle thing is is very important to plan. Um, You know, for example... You might be thinking about relocating, but rather than think about it in the abstract or just, you know, look online, it's kind of important to to start testing these things out. So, you know, you might want to take a vacation in in a a location that you're thinking about moving to. Um, It's also important to do some research. And there's some really good websites out there, like, for example, relocationessentials.com and neighborhoodscout.com, where you can look up some of the statistics about um, areas that you're interested in moving to. Um, That's really helpful. Yeah, amenities and crime rates and things that can tell you more about about the the communities that you're going to be living in. Didn't they also say, you know, don't just visit uh, it for a vacation where you're thinking of moving, maybe go in different seasons, spend like a week here, a week there in the winter and in the summer just to see if you like it in all the temperatures? Yeah, yeah. And I think if you can telecommute and you can do a longer term rental just to really try out what it's like that's to live there idea. as opposed to vacation, which is always fun, um, <laughs> yeah. that that's, you know, that's another thing that you might be able to, to do. Um, and volunteering is also something that people often talk about in retirement. Exactly. So rather than just sort of wait until you, you leave your job and then you have this, you know, sort of days and days of time on your hands, and it's better to try things out ahead of time and see, you know, will I really like this? Because the last thing you want to do is leave your job, find out that, no, in fact, you know, the plan I had isn't really workable. So there are a lot of different organizations like Hands-On Network and Volunteer Match. Um, one I really like is Encore.org. And, and they can kind of, you, through those organizations, you can often find, you know, good volunteer um, jobs and you, you can see whether you like them or not. And opportunities, right, to see if you fit in or not, if the the organization is looking for your skills. I know a lot of people retire and say, oh, I'm going to bring all my business skills to this charity. The charity may not be looking for what you have to offer. So it's mm-hmm. good to, to network and do your research before you sort of offer yourself out there in a broad way, from what I've heard. Uh, what if you want to start your business? So actually, so the rates of entrepreneurialism among older Americans are, have been really high. And um, so a lot of people really do want to do this. And there are, again, Again, you know, don't just quit one job and sort of start with a blank sheet of paper. You really want to be sort of at least have a, a solid plan in place before you walk out on your on your paycheck. So there are ways that you can local 
community colleges sometimes, but also an organization called SCORE, which is a nonprofit. It pairs um, experts with people who really want to join those fields, um, helps you come up with a business plan, you know, really helps you with a lot of the steps that you have to take. Those are good resources as well. Now, when we think about finances, we're three years out. Is this all about Social Security, planning Social Security? Yeah, it's really important to plan Social Security ahead of time, especially um, for couples. There's a lot, there's strategies, fewer strategies now than there were because the government closed a few of them, but there still are strategies that couples should bear in mind. And you know, a lot of it's about longevity and how long you're going to live. But when you're part of a couple, it's really important to be thinking about how long the survivor is going to live. So, you know, you may say to yourself, oh, I should claim at 62 because I'm not in great health and I may not be around for long. But if your spouse is likely to be around for a long time, you've got to think about how to maximize the benefits for your spouse. That's a really good point. Any resources for figuring that out? Yeah. I mean, there's been a boom in resources for doing this. And there's everything from, you know, free calculators, um, like one that I like is called SS Analyze. Uh, that's a free one. But there's um, there's a couple of very good, um, very low-cost services that can help you and provide sort of more hand-holding, examples being socialsecuritysolutions.com. Um, MaximizeMySocialSecurity.com, and they can help you come up with a good strategy to maximize your benefits. Now, speaking of health care, that's often a, the cost of health care is more than people anticipate when they retire. So is there anything they can be doing now to mitigate that later? Yeah, I mean, I think it's really important that before you turn 65, just get educated on Medicare. Medicare, of course, is not that simple, <laughs> um, but it's also mm-hmm. not free. People think Medicare is free. It's true that Part A, which covers hospitalization, is free, but Part B, which covers covers your doctor's visits is not free. There's there's a monthly premium attached to that of $121. So it's really important to get educated about what Medicare does and does not pay for so you can plan out your uh, healthcare-related spending in retirement. Medicare, for example, often covers about 80% of expenses, um, Part B does. So, you know, you may have to buy a supplementary um, uh, health insurance um, policy, or there's an alternative for people who want sort of an all-in-one solution, which is called Medicare Advantage, which is a private um, policy that kind of replaces Medicare. Um, so it's important to understand all those options. Um, it's also important to understand if you're going to work beyond 65, um, you've got to understand the rules for transitioning to Medicare. If some people who get caught in those rules end up having coverage gaps, which can be difficult. I'm sure. A lot of information to uh, digest and to think about. So it seems like it's a good idea to start this as early as possible. Start learning before retirement as early as possible. Definitely. Thank you so much for joining us, Anne. You're welcome. And great tips from Ann Turgeson. Coming up, a tax scam to avoid this tax season. Stay with us. Hi, I'm Paul Vigna. If you do not subscribe to the Money Bee podcast, you are going to feel worse than a short seller on the day of a big rally. Go to iTunes and WSJ.com slash podcasts. You want to sign up for this one. WSJ Podcasts. Listen ambitiously. Now, Veronica Dagger. Welcome back to Watching Your Wealth. Tax season is underway, and one scam taxpayers need to be aware of, according to the IRS, is the scam of inflated refund claims. Namely, be wary of anyone who asks you to sign a blank return and promises a big refund before looking at your records. Also, beware of scammers who charge fees based on a percentage of the refund. These crooks use fake storefronts and even solicit at community groups and churches looking for victims. This has been Watching Your Wealth, a production of The Wall Street Journal. I'm Veronica Dagger. 
For more information, check us out at wsj.com slash podcasts. Thanks for listening.